0: The Bible says in Proverbs 29 and verse 18, and uh, Brother Andrew did quote the verse and remind us of the verse, but I'd like to share with you tonight my vision for Joshua Baptist Church. I'm not over the hill. I've done gone over the hill and started down on the other side. But I'm more excited about serving God today than I were 49 years ago when I surrendered to preach and started pastoring a church. These are some wonderful times to be serving the Lord. You say, people won't listen. Uh, Noah, Noah didn't have a very appreciative crowd in his day. Uh, but he did what God wanted him to do anyhow. Uh, I'm glad that everybody else just don't believe God can work anymore without a bunch of stuff. Uh, that just leaves a lot of people for us to try to win to Christ. And to minister to and uh, to save out of the devil's hell the Bible says without well, where there is no vision people perish that's Proverbs chapter 29 verse 18 where there is no vision the people perish vision What are we talking about? We're talking about a vision. Is that something you have after you eat anchovies at night, right before you go to bed? Is that something you have when your wife is continually complaining? You vision lightning coming down from heaven and striking you, not her. A vision. A vision. According to Webster, it's the ability to see. It is an awareness. I wish to God our church tonight was aware that just outside these doors, one of the greatest responsibilities ever given ever given to a human being. Is just outside this door and your door, somebody is going to die and go to hell. And we are no longer aware of that because we are so aware of us. How many of you thought today about the neighbor next door? Crying, screaming, weeping, moaning, in torment forever and ever. Your wife, your children, your mother, your father, your mechanic, the box boy, Screaming. Crying. Cursing. Clawing. Gnashing. A vision is being able to see. A vision is being aware. And I wonder maybe, we probably lost our vision. We traded our vision in for the fella who's on our one-dollar bill. Now, we serve in George, and not Jesus. We're more loyal in reverence and reverence to George than we are Jesus. Vision where there is no vision, your next door neighbor dies and goes to hell. Without a vision, your own parents die without Christ. Without an awareness that people who are without Christ actually die. And go to hell and where there is no vision people perish I'm afraid we've lost or do not have a vision any longer all we see is us and our household I really didn't mean to make anybody mad But we are no longer aware of the responsibility that is ours. You think God hung this big old building, this beautiful thing here on the highway, so that we could come in here and retire? There's not a prettier building. There's not more efficient buildings. Anywhere in this county, why did God choose to give thus this so we could meet in here and let everybody else die and go to hell? That's a good song that Sean sang. But if it don't get any farther in this pulpit, all it is is a song. A great message, but if it does not carry us out into the highways and byways to try to win people to Christ, then the message is of no effect. Where there is no vision, people perish. Awareness, vision makes us aware, being able to see, makes us conscious of what is going on. Can you imagine not only the responsibility, but think also of the possibility. Man, we can put a lot of hay in this place. Or we can put a lot of people in it. But if you noticed they're not breaking down the doors to get in. If you notice, they're just not absolutely trampling on one another to buy tickets. They do that to the cowgirl game, not to this game. But I dare say the folks who filled AT&T Stadium is in greater need of what goes on here than they were of what went on there. Because a bunch of them left mad, some of them left glad. Some of them left glad because the other one was mad. And a bunch of them left mad because some were glad. But they still left lost. Imagine the great possibilities that we have before us. Beautiful buildings. Buses. Personnel and the greatest message ever to fall on human ears. And we sit here make excuse why we're not involved. Let me tell you why you're not involved. You can't see nothing or nobody but you. and without a vision. Do you know the rest of it? People. A vision, the ability to see. I like what Joshua and Caleb said when they came back and the only two spies that said, us and God can take that bun. We don't, mean, we don't need many jo- uh, uh, Joshuas, and we don't mean need many Calebs. Just a few. A few that will help in a Sunday school class. Just a few that's not afraid of the giants. A few that not tired of their grasshopper kind of Christianity. And just a few who'll say, but God be with us, we can take that mountain. You say, preacher, I, I don't know anything. That means we don't have to unteach you. Come like you are. Come with a vision. Come realizing the responsibility you have to God. Come and realize the possibility you have with God. Imagine what David must have felt like when Goliath hit the ground. David didn't do it but God used him to do it vision that's the ability to see five years ago did you see a additional wing on this building three or four years ago brother Jim and I didn't see it either we were trying to buy mobile homes and we found a couple of mobile homes we could buy for $80,000 isn't that something? but Burleson told us that we couldn't put temporary buildings on this property unless we bricked them we showed them. We just went spent three million dollars putting brick on everything. We showed them, didn't we? You said I'd have done it different. We got some property for sale if you'd like to try it. Amen. Without a vision. Without somebody's vision, what would you be? Without somebody realizing the responsibility, without somebody realizing the opportunity, where would you be tonight in your walk with Jesus Christ? Do you know there's a lot of folk just like you out yonder? that all they want is somebody to love them, somebody to care for them, somebody to be there, somebody to just listen, somebody to just care without a vision. Would you kind of find an awareness tonight about your responsibility to God in this place and quit copping out and said I can't do anything. Because everybody can do something. And if it ain't nothing but complain, we got a lot of those. But we got a lot of folk can do that. Amen. But I've always said, if somebody's kicking me in the rear end, that means I'm still in front. And that makes me the leader. Where are you at? Well, I got to keep everybody straight. No, you don't. What you need to do is keep yourself straight. Shut your mouth and get you a Holy Ghost awareness that you have a responsibility to reach people, not condemn, and a re- opportunity to reach people, and not condemn. Without a vision, guess what? We sure got a vision right here. Amen. Vision. It, it's it's. The ability to see vision it's the faith to believe and that is attitude the ability to see is awareness you say well I've got a vision uh, what are you aware of what, what does that what does that let you see in the realm of spirituality A vision. That is the faith to believe, and that's an attitude. Well, preacher, I, I just, I, I just don't think I could teach a class. No, you can't. But you can sure keep a bunch of brats still long enough. To let somebody else do it. Amen. See, first class I ever had, nobody would go in there and help me because my language wasn't really straight about then. Hadn't been saved in about two weeks. They said they need the fifth grade boys' class. I said, well, I guess that's what I'm supposed to be doing, teaching the fifth grade boys' class. I didn't even know what the books of the Bible really meant. They just said they need the teacher. I was saved, barely, a lot of me wasn't saved, and the soul was, but the rest of me wasn't. And I got three of the meanest fifth and sixth grade boys that ever spit in the woods. The last teacher was still hanging in a tree out back. And they put me in the class. You know them little tales they got in the Bible? One of these deals here. If uh If I'd have lost my tail, I'd have never found the book of 1 Samuel. So when I went to class, I had that mark real good, because them boys, if they can get taught by a guy that didn't know how to spell Bible and couldn't read it correctly, they thought that it was not King James the way I was reading it. They called it it was King Jean. That's what they thought it was. They thought that was the funniest thing they'd ever seen. This Tennessee converted California hiccup are trying to teach three boys that knew more of the Bible than they did, than I did. You've seen them, they whisper while you're reading. Because you couldn't take your eyes off, because, man, everything you fix and say is written down. If you don't see they'd cut up and goof around. I was nervous, but I had a vision of killing all three of them little suckers. And they kept goofing around. And actually, I, I'd had several courses on anger management. I, uh, I learned it in the gangs in California called Bumper Jack, Tartu, water hose anger management they kept goofing around and the last class in anger anger management I had it said grab them by the collar lift them plum off the floor slam them against the wall and tell them you move one more time, I'm going to knock your stinking head off. Slide them down the wall, put them back in the chair, continue to teach. You said, I'm glad that wasn't my kid. Me too, Coach. You wouldn't have liked the outcome. That was after I just first got saved. You said, I can't do anything for God. If God can use that kind of guy, you need to be aware that God can use you. And it all boils down to attitude. Awareness. An attitude that God can use Balaam's ass and Peter's rooster He can surely use you. That's right. It's just your attitude ain't right. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not under thine own understanding. It's all about attitude. It's all about faith. It's all about what God can do and in all thy ways acknowledge him and you remember the rest of it and he shall direct thy path one of the biggest blessings could happen to this church is some few big old men start acting godly and walk into a second grade boys class or a fifth grade boys class and show that bunch of boys what a godly man really was like. And some of you older women who's letting the young uns do it now can walk into some of the young girls class and teach young girls who do not have the kind of mother that they need to raise for the glory of God Talk about attitude and awareness it's not about us it's not about me it's about doing what God wants you to do but without a vision people sit make excuse and live off the blessings of everybody else's endeavors and says look what our church is doing Well, at least I had one amen. You say, are you about finished? (laughs) Glad you asked. Yes. A vision I read the other day is the faith to believe. As I sat up all night long, the night before last, Going through the expenditures, expenses, the income, the cash flow of a million four hundred thousand dollars this past year. Million four hundred thousand dollars. Looking at every little peephole and everything where that we have spent three million plus. building buildings redoing nurseries making it conducive for your children your family your friends and your vision and as I spent most of the evening and all the night much of the next day I was, reminded, I was reminded about the faith to believe. And as I looked at all the money that had been given this year and where it had gone and where we had seen it, I decided that the country boy was over his head. More of a one-row guy. I'm not being pastoring this million-and-a-half-dollar-year cash flow deal. Have you ever thought there's not many businesses in this community that created that cash flow last year? especially with volunteer labor think about that a minute now an entity that none less than 20 some families are dependent for their very material existence in this place without God I'm over my head I don't know what some of you guys are looking at grunt say something you see I could do it you want to buy a piece of property down there just scratch you off a place and Give us a million one-five for that piece of property and just scratch off a place and duplicate what's been done here. But it's not been done with man, it's been done by God. And the Lord has done it all. And vision is awareness of the lostness of human beings. And the great responsibility that is upon us who are saved. And the great opportunity for me to sit down with the Word of God and to share with them the greatest message ever to fall on human ears. The problem is attitude. You ever notice, do I look funny without glasses? Well, I'll tell you something. Everything else looks funny without it because I can't see a dumb thing. I can't even see a smart thing. Did you know both the hummingbird and the vulture fly over our nation's deserts? Hummingbirds, vultures. Spend their time flying over the same regions of our world. One is looking for dead, stinking meat they call charn. And the vultures of the world fly continually over the same deserts as the hummingbirds the only difference is what they're looking for. The hummingbirds fly over the same dead, stinking carn of animals. Not with a thought in mind of ever stopping for a moment because they're looking for something different. Attitude. They're looking for the fresh, sweet, smelling, fragrant flowers. They're looking for something that is alive, something that brings life. While the vultures, are not looking for that which is alive but for that which is dead. All a matter of what you're looking for. All a matter of your vision. It's all a matter of what you are aware of. Could I ask you tonight in closing Would your life more be reckoned to a vulture that's looking for something that died last week, something that stinks, or something that is fresh and alive that would be a blessing to others? You see, We talk a lot about a vision, but do we really know that a vision is the ability to see, an attitude to believe, and a vision? Think about it just a minute. courage to do. Have you got the courage to walk in a classroom with four or five second graders? They probably hadn't had their face washed in two or three days. Maybe another James Scott. Maybe another Lanny Wood, who's been on the mission field now for forty years. My wife and I had some bad, bad, bad news of the other day. On Facebook, I think she saw where the young man was confessing, and said, "Whatever you do, don't, don't go the world I took." And don't make the choices I made, and more than likely he's going to go up now for 25, 30 years. First time I saw him, he was the cutest little blonde-headed thing you've ever seen in your life. Mean as a junkyard dog, just as cantankerous he could can be. First time I saw him get off a bus, he had the bus driver over one shoulder and a bus seat over the other when he walked off that bus. He was a brat he was a meanie boy his daddy got saved his mama got saved his sister got saved and supposedly he got saved what a shame just a young man now 25 30 years maybe 40 years habitual criminal Have you got enough courage to walk in the classroom with a little 4th grade, 5th grade, 6th boy, 7th grade, 8th grade, 12th grade boy or girl and give him a at least a shot at life? You know, can you get off your do nothing and be a part? You say, Preacher, I just don't have a vision. A vision is awareness, an attitude, and the courage to act. To act. There is nobody in the world could have been any more introverted than I when I got saved. I was so bashful, I had to slip upon a mirror to comb my hair when I was a young man. Imagine being five foot and a half inch tall with kinky hair and pimples all over your face. And you were so skinny, you stand sideways, stick your tongue out, you look like a zipper. I didn't ask girls to go out when I was a kid. I certainly didn't ask boys. I was too bashful to ask girls out. So I just made sure I had the best-looking car in town they asked me out. You say, you're crazy. No, that is a fact, Jack. When you're at the car club and you're at the show and you win the trophy... Guess who gets to ride in the car with you? Let's go on. (laughs) Awareness. When I first got saved, my preacher said to me, eyeball to eyeball, in his car on Thursday night soul winning, not three weeks after I'd been saved, he looked at me before he let me out of my car, his car, and he said Gene, if you don't win souls you won't be worth a dime to God awareness that's a vision the ability to see I really didn't want to do this tonight, but I just thought maybe we needed it. Faith to believe that God can use you. Never shall forget. One thing about James Scott, he is no quitter. If I'd have been James going to youth camp and Andrew preaching, I'd have said, I'm waiting until he graduates. But James just kept on preaching and he said second place is good enough until that red-headed guy graduates. Then James started winning first. Anybody remember that? Hey, you don't have to cross the line first. Just cross it, man. Just do it. Just believe God can use you. Amen? And lastly, what you've got to do is a vision, is the courage to act. This next year, if our church, now listen to me, depended upon your faithfulness, Dependent upon your awareness and your faith, where will our church be next year this time? Without a vision, can somebody please tell me what will happen? Now listen, not only will the people that you have a vision for perish, You will perish spiritually. It'll be downhill from the night until you've hit the bottom spiritually. Some of you already begin to miss certain services. Realizing you have responsibilities, folk watching you. And you already are missing. What happens is you've lost your vision. You're not a blessing to anybody else. And you're digressing spiritually. A backslider in heart is filled with their own ways. The minute you get full of you, you get empty of God. The minute we get full of us, we begin to perish spiritually and all of God's people said I'm sorry folk but I think I'll just try to become a hummingbird and look for something fresh and something new in his book every day huh Look for something fresh and new that I can pray for. I need to practice, and you need the prayers. Come on, say amen. Try to find somebody each day. Somebody said, Dr. Chriswell said that a great evangelist told him this after he first got saved. Let me tell you how to keep from backsliding. Now write this down if you don't ever forget anything else. Spend 15 minutes every day in God's Word. Allowing God to talk to you. Spend 15 minutes every day talking to God about you and spend 15 minutes every day telling somebody else what God said to you. And you'll not backslide. Too busy? 45 minutes a day, too busy? 45 minutes a day, you can't spare it? without a vision. Awareness? Hmm? Awareness? Without a vision? Attitude? Without a vision? Action? Could somebody say, man, even if you don't mean it? You're what makes this church what it is. So do your neighbors. What is this church?